0: Yeah.
1: Please stay tuned. You worth Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand. Yes, at the time of the morning, we'll be joined by our very own uh, Mufti Brahim Smith, uh, a on the uh, Bua Kaaba. Uh, Mufti Brahim uh, Smith, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And, uh, Mukhandet met Eve Mufti Saab.
0: Wa alaykum <laughs> as-salam, wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, our listeners are there. Indeed, a cloud, you know, such heavy rains here in Cape Town. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sending down lot of barakah, uh, much needed uh, rain that we uh, need here in uh, Cape Town. And I believe it's coming towards uh, your side also, Shafat, inshallah. Uh, so some rahmat coming your side, Ji.
1: Barakat kadin ayah is Jummah and the rahmat of Allah is the rain coming through. And I tell you, Musi sahab, with all the rain you're getting there, how big will the cabbages grow in uh, Scabs Crawl then, Mufti Saab? Very, very big because it's very fertile soil, fertile land. In uh,
0: fact, uh, Shafad, we surrounded by all this beautiful uh, vegetation here, you know, that uh, Allah's put lots of paraka in this area because this area supplies most of the produce to the greater
1: Cape Town area. Gee. Yes, Mufti Saab, let's look at the questions uh, that have come through. The question here, Mufti Saab, is uh, Mufti, some uh, burial places charge up to 11000 for a COVID-19 janazah. Please comment, uh, Mufti Saab.
0: Shafat, you know, I don't think that uh, companies in these big corporations and other individuals want COVID to end because it is becoming the greatest money spinner in the world. Everyone uh, pocketing, everyone coining, making money. See, now poor people have to fork out up to 11K. Some places I've heard even more people must pay much more, although that uh, the health uh, department has said that uh, dead bodies cannot transfer COVID-19. These uh, unscrupulous people, you know, these undertakers still come, and uh, they milk the people, asking them lots of money just to perform uh, something that they must do. It is not so expensive you know, so they're also coining it. I think people should speak out against us. People should expose uh, such people that is uh, mocking the other people, especially during uh, this uh, hard-hit uh, pandemic where people hardly have any income. And now they have to pay so much money also just to get their loved ones under the ground. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, will take
1: these people to task, shifa looking at this question, here says, "Assalamu alaykum, Mufti, can I sign a form uh, to request a not being in artificial life support if it ever has to come to that? And also what is the verdict on uh, removing someone from a life uh, support? I don't know if it will be uh, taking them out of their sufferings or helping me to take them off my suffering for seeing them in uh, that position. A powerful question, Mufti Saba. Your Very, very good question,
0: Shafat. Very good question. Yes. So that is called a medical will, a person can draw up a medical will, that in the unfortunate uh, event a person ends up on a ventilator, ends up on a life support system, then a person uh, can uh, request that uh, they should take it off immediately, uh, having firm belief that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the giver of life, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is uh, the giver of death as well, so there's no harm, no sin upon such a person if he has uh, drawn up such a medical will, you know you can include it in your normal will and just make a separate clause, uh, state that this will be the the medical position that they should adopt uh, when you cannot make decisions for yourself. That's number one. Number two, you can take a person off a life support machine also bearing in mind that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keeps them alive uh, and not uh, mechanical intervention you know. So if you have consulted with at least one or two uh, upright straight Muslim doctors and uh, they've given you the permission that there's nothing uh, they can do they cannot uh, keep this person alive any longer and it is very very costly, Shafat, especially for those people who do not have the means. It's very costly to keep a person uh, on a life uh, support machine, mechanical uh, uh, intervention, you know, so then that person uh, can uh, give the green light to take and switch off that machine also. In that case, I always tell them that it is best that the doctor uh, who is trained in uh, these uh, things, let him switch off uh, the machine, G.
1: Uh, Mufti Sahib, is it true that, uh, you know, as soon as the Ruh leaves the body, but the brain still functions an hour, uh, you know, later uh, uh, since the Ruh departed? How true is that, Mufti Sahib? Shafat, our concept of
0: death and uh, what the medical fraternity is telling us, uh, it is two different uh, things, you know. So according to them, when the heart stops beating, perhaps a person is considered dead. We say no, that when the brain switches off, then a person will be considered uh, dead, you know, because that is his supercomputer that controls his muscles, his breathing, his everything. It all comes uh, from uh, the brain, you know. So uh, according to Islam, when there's no uh, function in the brain, and uh, they have concluded all the tests, etc., then that person. Will will be considered as uh, uh, dead in Islam, because uh, the heart can be dead, but the person uh, he will still be able to use uh, some of his uh, brain activities. So the brain only stops after uh, the, the uh, heart is, is uh, stopped shafat, as you've rightly mentioned, RG.
1: Is it uh, permissible to use a permanent hair removal systems, uh, Mufti Saab?
0: There's no prohibition against it as long as one does not have to expose his satir, his aura in front of uh, non-mahram people or non-mahram males or females, uh, for that matter. If you can do it yourself, then even more better, more virtuous, more abdual, Uh Remember that there's no prohibition against it. One may use permanent hair removal mechanisms, permanent hair removal treatment also, gee.
1: Can a person refuse uh, to shake hands uh, during the pandemic?
0: Uh, Shafat, uh, you know, we don't believe la adwa, we do not believe in any contagion. So that de- it depends on what a person believes. If a person believes that uh, by shaking the hand of another person, uh, especially during a pandemic and he might contract the virus, uh, there's nothing you can do and me can do about it because that is his belief. However, we can say it is mustahab to shake the hands of people, you know. Yes, even if you have a pair of gloves on, etc., then also you can do it. If you have genuine fear that that person uh, 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 or the person that is going to shake his hands have a, a, a dreaded disease and you feel that uh, you might contract it also then uh, that is entirely your call you do not have to shake that person's hands you can just make some sort of excuse and uh, say that inshallah or just greet him normally with the beautiful greeting of Islam Assalamu Alaikum Warahmatullahi Ta'ala wa barakatuh
1: Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I tell you, Mufti Sabah, eh, he is firing on all cylinders this morning. This question says, okay. my neighbor invited us to join them in a Virgil. Is this allowed in Islam? What says to Mufti Yes,
0: Yes, uh, Shafat, you know, I've seen here in Cape Town... I, I've seen they have a drive-by uh, funerals nowadays because of COVID-19. So uh, they'll put a few pictures outside. It resembles that of a Virgil also. And then people will just drive by in wood and pay their respects, etc. And so the line keeps on moving. Virgils and stuff like this, it is not part of Islam. So if the, uh, your neighbor has uh, invited you, then just give your condolences. And uh, that's all you can do. You know, you cannot participate in any of the rituals uh, because there's no basis for these things in Islam. And now you will be assisting in sin and transgression because they'll be singing hymns and uh, they'll be singing praises, which is not part of uh, our Islamic creed, etc., uh, speaking about trinity and all these things you will have to witness. So it is best for you to excuse yourself in this situation, uh, politely also using adab, using akhlaq, etc. There's no need to be harsh. Just give the message of condolence and support and carry on with your things, G.
1: Uh, good morning. I have been uh, looking at Islam for a while now. There is uh, one issue that has been uh, worrying me for some time now. Many of uh, uh, people say that God does not burden a soul more than it can handle. But what about the starving children in the West uh, Africa? God has tested them more than uh, they can bear. Just, uh, just look at the death rate in the country. They literally die from hunger. Please uh, try to explain this uh, to me. Good question for you, Mufti
0: very, very uh, good question. You know, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not burden a soul much more than a, a soul can carry. That is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's system and the system of this world operates. So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed sustenance for a person, that sustenance will make its way to that person, whether that person works for it or whether that person does not work for it. There is, however, outside forces, uh, shafad that, that tries to divert and interfere with the system of Almighty Allah, of Almighty God, you know, uh, people wasting, people not giving what has been destined for certain people, etc. And uh, in that way they're causing uh, starvation, they're causing uh, 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 crops, uh, they burn it deliberately, etc. just to punish uh, other people. Yes, in West Africa it is very, very difficult. In sub-Saharan Africa also, very, very difficult conditions upon uh, the poor people there. We know lots of famine. So or even that famine, that is also a test from Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If those people pass away during such trials and tribulations, uh, then they will be regarded, of course, as people of a very, very high stature because it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is testing them. It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is purifying them uh, through this uh, test. So when they meet Almighty Allah, they will meet Almighty Allah, as the day their mothers gave birth to them, meaning sinless and a pure shafaat. So whatever we see as bad uh, coming from Allah is actually good in there also for us. Only if we understood uh, the wisdom behind such things. You know, so it is not because of injustice of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon his slaves. No, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala punishes according to the sins uh, that the people and the bad deeds that people send forth to the year after. So if you want good and, uh, uh, conditions and prosperity in your life, then you have to increase your good deeds also. But if you only commit to doing bad and savagery and fighting and killing and murdering and maiming, etc., then uh, these type of conditions will come upon you, your communities and
1: your country also, G. Mufsi, we're still in the third wave, but they already predicted the fourth wave. How is uh, this possible? Yeah, this is playing
0: God, Shafat, you know. that uh, y- Yes, you're right, because KZN uh, is officially in its third wave. I think that is the hot spot now also. So people must be uh, careful out there, inshallah, that uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect and keep everyone safe there. Now they're telling us of October 1st, it was December, then November, etc. So all this guessing and uh, things that they are doing, you know, and then they're telling us it is based on uh, the history and uh, scientific uh, evidence, etc. So uh, they're telling you before and what is going to happen, in what is not going to happen, Shabbat? I mean, we're all individuals, we all intellectuals, we all have a brain that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has uh, given us. You know, what if the, the pandemic stops tomorrow? If it is a pandemic from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then there's nothing they can do about it. So we shouldn't focus on all of the negativity, uh, negativity that is coming from these uh, predictions. You know, our trust should be in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we should turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ask Him that He should remove this pandemic from us. G.
1: Can one claim uh, tax returns uh, from his uh, zakah payout when submitting to the revenue service, Mufti Sam?
0: Good question, Shafat. Yes, uh, so SARS normally requires people to submit their tax returns and then all your donations that you've given out throughout the year also, that should also be recorded and uh, those receipts that the organizations uh, give out, uh, that will also be submitted in uh, the tax uh, return forms. So in that case, if you have submitted all those documents, then SARS will give you back a percentage of those donations that you've given out in charity. So it is permissible to submit this and it is permissible to receive these uh, tax returns on donations from SARS, because you're not receiving it from the recipient that you've given zakatu You are receiving it from a third party, which in this case uh, will be called SARS. So that money will go back to you. You can give it out again, or you can keep it also, because you've already discharged your zakatu a rightful recipient, which is the second person, and the third person, which is SARS. They have absolutely no dealings in uh, these things, G.
1: Because uh, many massages uh, does not open uh, their wazoo facilities, I carry a spray bottle with me. Will my Uh wazoo be valid if I use it? Hey, he's spraying himself all over.
0: Okay. So far, the people, uh, people need to innovate, you know, because yes, uh, many massages do not open their ablution facilities. Uh, people cannot even go toilet, etc., because all of uh, the fear, out of the fear of a contagion and spreading of the virus, etc. So you must remember in the Hanafi Madhab it is a uh, wajib that at least each lump is washed, you know, and you need minimum two drops uh, to fall on any portion of uh, the, uh, the lump that you are washing. That is uh, the minimum legal requirement uh, for Udu to be valid. So I uh, Spray bottle should only be used when there is no other alternative. You cannot perform uh, hudu according to the actual sunnah, meaning you open the tap little by little and have the free flow of water falling on your limbs. So when there is no other alternative and you've ensured that the spray bottle sprays sufficient water on your limbs, then your hudu will be valid, insha'Allah.
1: Our company is forcing us to the uh, jab before we return to work or we can uh, work from home, but our pay will be reduced. Lead advisor, what is yeah, Shafat, I think that will be mandatory soon because
0: they've been discussing now uh, to make it uh, mandatory. Everyone will be forced to take uh, the jab, you know. So, yes, many companies are putting it out there. Uh, someone from P also contacted me saying that uh, the owner wants to, uh, the employer wants to break. that they are the first company that uh, has 100% uh, uh, vaccination or 100% of its workers has taken the jab. So, if you are against uh, the vaccine, then submit a letter. Uh, uh, stating that why you are against the vaccine for religious uh, reasons, because of the ingredients and because your faith does not allow you to take a jab, which is stolen, experimental drug, etc., and submit it uh, to your employee, inshallah, and that uh, suppose, and should help in that matter. And uh, other than that, Shafar, there's not much that we can do, except uh, seeking legal recourse regarding people that are being forced uh, to take uh, the vaccination. Now, if you work from home, uh, then they want to reduce your pay also 20, 30, 40%. So it's a lose, lose, uh, situation, Shabbat. I think uh, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inshaAllah, we have to turn to Allah and ask uh, and make dua also that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remove all of this so that things can return to normal.
1: Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Saab. Can I make a at the Qabristan if the wazuqana is locked, Mufti?
0: Uh, Shafat, if there's no water and you've searched for water, uh, at least to some extent, you know, uh, maybe the next uh, nearby property, etc., and you cannot find water, and you fear that the Salah or the time of Salah will be exiting, then you can uh, perform hudu, uh, you can perform tiyam uh, instead of hudu, you know, because that is only after you have searched for water and you didn't find sufficient water to perform hudu.
1: I'm a 20-year-old male who embraced Islam. Should I go for circumcision? Uh,
0: Yes, uh, you know, 20 years old, uh, of course, uh, so we're speaking about an adult year. So if you are sure that it won't cause unnecessary pain and unnecessary difficulty upon you, uh, then it is uh, compulsory for also then to go and uh, have that uh, circumcision done. Uh, to your body, inshallah. You'll be for- performing a very, very uh, great sunnah, you know. So inshallah, don't be scared. I, I know people might have told you also uh, that it can be painful, etc. But nowadays, uh, modern medicine will give you sufficient uh, painkillers and in- anesthetics, etc. And all of those things, uh, that will ease uh, the process. Allah you know, make it easy, uh,
1: Some say America gave Afghanistan back to the Taliban. Please comment. Very interesting... But- Very interesting indeed. Uh, Yes, many people believing
0: that now, that how come America is withdrawn from Afghanistan? And then also we're seeing a slightly different Taliban also. Uh, You know, the first the previous Taliban, they were not uh, people of pictures and videos, etc. And now we see a new funky, vibrant type of uh, Afghani, Mujahideen, Allah protect them, you know Allah keep them as they were when they defeated the Russians way back if you still remember, the Soviet mighty Soviet Union that has fallen also from Afghanistan, so we don't know as yet what is happening there time will tell us inshallah as time goes on, then we'll be able to give a, a better comment on what is happening there, but you cannot trust America you cannot trust the western media out there, and you cannot trust all the pictures and images coming also from there, you know, you'll have to speak to those people on the ground and inshallah they will tell you better what is happening in Afghanistan
1: you know Mufti Sabir you remember the ISIS and the ISIL uh, crisis and there you had the caliphate coming and the guy had the beautiful turban, lovely robe, a lovely beard and giving very flowery sermons, Arabic was up to speed and uh, subsequently they found out that he was a Yahudi that was trained into the vernacular and you know uh, perhaps uh, uh, you know the thoughts of hazrat ali comes uh, it says uh, beware there will come a time when they will have my robes they'll wear my turban they'll have my beard but beware these will be wolves in sheepskin perhaps your thoughts on your comments on that uh, mufti sahab
0: uh yes uh, shafat we have our reservations i've told many before also that we've given them the benefit of the doubt because of the liberation of Afghanistan from uh, the not so mighty America now But yes, uh, you're speaking of uh, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. Uh, the former commander of ISIS in crisis and what has happened to him, you know. So they were all agents of uh, the West, agents of the CIA, agents of Mossad, uh, the Israeli intelligence. They have trained these people and this is what they do. They train their own people to infiltrate Muslim armies and the spotlight uh, is given to them, you know, and that is how they are being nurtured in public eyes until people learn to accept them. But their only uh, mission is to destroy the Muslim army, to infiltrate the Muslim army, to get the sufficient uh, intelligence also and use it against the Muslim army. So the Muslims should be very, very careful They who they uh, allow in uh, their close circle, especially these Mujahideen fighting for a greater cause, you know. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will expose them, Shafa.
1: You know what I'm thinking, Mufti all these uh, arsenal, all these uh, weapons uh, you know, that uh, uh, Americans uh, uh, have alleged uh, to left behind, or to leave uh, they, they left behind in Afghanistan in the hands of the Taliban. Could these be booby traps, uh, Mufti Shafati I
0: have seen uh, pictures and clips of the the weapons uh, left behind it's worth billions and billions of uh, dollars, you know, brand new things, containers for, and armored vehicles, etc. Not to mention uh, the cash. I've seen one room filled with uh, U.S. dollars, stacks of 10,000 U.S. dollars, $100 bills. You know, I think there's a couple of millions, millions and millions of dollars. These things uh, they have left behind. What uh, normally should have happened is uh, that uh, the army that is leaving and running away, they would have destroyed the weapons because they wouldn't want it to fall into the hands of the enemy. I mean, in In this case, it was like a gift being gifted to the Afghani Mujahideen. And, uh, you know, that is a little bit puzzling now for me. It could be a booby trap. It could also have trackers in it. It could also be uh, used for other agendas, uh, perhaps, uh, to allow uh, infighting and civil war uh, between the Mujahideen and between the normal Afghani people. Or they want them to infiltrate Turkey with those weapons. You don't know. As time uh, goes on, inshallah, we'll be
1: able to see what is happening here. Can we contribute uh, voluntarily to a pension scheme uh, Muftizab? You can contribute to a pension uh,
0: scheme voluntarily uh, if that scheme is free of uh, investment in pornography, in alcohol, uh, alcohol, alcohol etc., uh, drugs, you know, any uh, haram of things. If that scheme is free of all those investments, riba type of investments, then you can voluntarily uh, contribute to such a scheme, inshallah. Uh, you first need to do your homework and to see that it is Sharia compliant uh, before you start investing in a
1: pension scheme. G mufti is a salah valid with the eyes closed hey that person gets into a trance and hey, he is closing his eyes and he is enjoying himself <laughs>
0: sometimes you, you close your eyes uh, just for greater concentration it happens to, to all of us you know. Uh, sometimes uh, something is disturbing in front of you and then you'll close your eyes but uh, closing your eyes for a few seconds no problem, closing your eyes for the uh, uh, entire duration of a particular Salah, so that is reprehensible that is what a person shouldn't do that, you know, you should read your eyes open and the wisdom behind that is so that you see the place of Sajdah, the place where your head will go down, that is where you should focus, if you look uh, uh, down the way you're going to perform your sajda and then that will help you not to concentrate on disturbances uh, in and around your
1: Well, Mufti Sahib, I can tell you absolutely, mashallah, this uh, morning uh, your parting words
0: uh, Shafat, inshaAllah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mayit be here for this ummah. Allah grant uh, all our marhumin jannatu fir daws, inshaAllah dawsu fpats away. M'l-Abdu'l-Rahman Khan also Rahimullah ta'ala sinis in ulama leaving this world. and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remove this been. Jazakum Allah Khair al za Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala, wa barakatuhu.
1: Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu to Mufti Ibrahim Smith. And uh, to all of you that sent in questions, a big Jazakallah Khair to you, you and you. Please stay tuned. You're worth Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand.